everybody, it's your girl Peyton Johnson and welcome to another episode of The Tea with P, a very special episode. It's the beginning of a series. I'm here in the studio with future, I guess, graduating senior? I, I mean, more future than guess. Future Drake I know, future Drake <laughs> alumni. Jackson, Keely Jackson, thank you so much for being on my show today. Of course, I'm so happy to be here. We've been talking for so long. I know, and you're just so <laughs> intellectual. I'm very excited to oh. be here doing this with you. Don't bill me too much. Okay. <laughs> Well, um, can you start off by telling my listeners a little bit about your experience at Drake? Like what what you I know what you do, obviously. Yeah. But um, well, I came into Drake four years ago um, as an actuarial science major with a musical theater minor. Um, and then within the first semester was like, yeah, never mind, and <laughs> um, became a musical theater major, be a musical theater. Um, and then at the end of the semester also picked up a major. Um, and so that's what I've been then pursuing for the rest of my time at Drake. I'm about to graduate with both of them. Well, yeah, that's the formal answer, but. Aside from that, can you, um, tell, I, can you but, tell I help with admissions? Yeah. <laughs> but aside from that, Jackson Keeley does everything in the theater department. I think he helps actually make it run. You know I, I'd I mean? like to think so. Yeah, I'd like to. Think. I I think so. He does a lot. He I sat on the DT board before, and you have a formal title. Um, right now my title is just TA in this shop, and uh, then okay, okay, um, okay. but I run Drake's department. I don't think anyone probably. Uh, I have all the keys. I run. And yeah, and. <laughs> I mean, aside from that, Jackson does like programming. You're about to do Assassins, um, which is so exciting. I remember freshman year when you ran Assassins, which for anyone listening is just like Assassins anywhere in the country. Like they still play it here in Iowa like, in high schools mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, yeah, we do. There yeah. are two versions. We play the version with Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I have played other versions that use Mark. Um, and that's you. I said get Eternity and yeah. so. So we're gonna get all the boring stuff out of the way. I do like to start with how I met my guests, because like to some degree. Even though we were just talking about how I'm like, I like to talk to random people. Like, yeah. I was like, I still know them somehow. You know, I have to gain contact. The first time I met Jackson Keeley, it was my freshman orientation. And that was back when Miss Carla Cash was still hot on the scene, had recruited me. And Jackson was just like there. I don't know. Like, um, she just had you on the side. So, yeah, that was, <laughs> um, I also did not know why I was there. Right? Um, it was an interesting day. I got a message from Carla. Hey, the person who was supposed to be here, make come in. And I, and in Des Moines, essentially lived in Des Moines four years. I have stayed on. And so I was in Des Moines. Yeah. And then I was like helping people make decisions about what classes they were taking. Which and was, I was so very, <laughs> I was very confused. Um, Also because I had not even uh, mm. So I really was like, I don't know what's happening, but okay. Oh, alrighty. <laughs> so, um, Jackson, we're just going to go ahead and get into the teapot. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about some things uh-huh. that have happened. I kind of do want to like touch on post relays, post relays. Yeah. I just, I want to talk about it. I haven't done a show about it so the drake relays are a big deal it's um college students mindlessly drinking for yeah. some reason like relays is it's a race but it's yeah. like why do we drink for this again yeah so <laughs> i mean it definitely um it mirrors homecoming in a lot of our it's mm. when everyone comes to drake. drake actually has officially just gotten for homecoming because relays was so big when i was mm. here my uh first year at drake at least or not relays homecoming theme was uh 
trying to be as cool as Ray is yeah. since someday whenever um, I know nothing. So, uh, yeah, I think that, like, really is such a time for everyone to come back, and that's yeah. how it kind of started. And so you're seeing all these people you haven't seen for a really long time, and obviously all of these, like, middle-aged adults love yeah. um, this Midwest. So yeah. I think that's kind of how it started, and it just has evolved into that's what people do during relays. Yeah. I mean, I personally like, is your scheduled my time? Do you like, yeah. no, I'm going to be, like, out every night. And I, I texted my mom and was like, Emily, call me. But, like, this week, <laughs> like, you can't. I told my mom that too and I was literally because it was pro- it was like Tuesday or Wednesday and I do my best to actually try to go to the races you know what I mean like I genuinely try um, mm-hmm. and I was sitting there and it was a bunch of high schoolers and middle schoolers racing and it was really impressive and mm-hmm. there were like some Olympians doing the, the pole vault and I was like yeah. oh this is so cool I turned and I looked with my friends I was sitting there with I was like why did we drink during this game and I was like can someone please answer that for me and um, no one could. but we do yeah I mean well and really like a lot of Boston um, I know. Out. It's, it's just, incredible. I mean, it's an economy booster. It's, I you know, guess. whatever. I mean, a lot of people come every year. So yeah. that is exciting. And how was your relay? I mean, it was amazing. It, I Lots of pictures. Yeah. Lots of fun. I mean, actually, not a lot of pictures. More pictures than usual. I mean, I made a post on my Instagram for the first time in two years. Oh, I so, took that picture. Yeah, I did you take did, that picture. Photo credit, Peyton. And also, <laughs> um, you got acquired the shirt that I wore in the picture. So, yeah. like, basically, it's just a, a, I need you to run my life. Yeah, That's a Peyton-sponsored event. <laughs> It was. I really do feel like a princess during relays because I don't know. I guess I'm. I guess I'm. Punk. Oh yeah. Well, I <laughs> I was talking to um some people who will remain unnamed. Were like, ooh, that I guess this is just yeah. tea. So that's what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, name like someone at Drake University that you think like think has clout in Everett. And we were like, Pin Johnson wow. is the first person. Wow. Someone called me the other day. I mean, not to toot my own horn. Like I'm trying <laughs> to. I'm trying to come into what it what it means to be me. Like embracing the fact that maybe you know I'm mm-hmm. friendly and I'm more like. Like, embracing it. Like, mm-hmm. it's still humble, but it's like, you know, and I don't know who it was. They're like, one of the only Drake icons. It's you, Nick McGlynn, and the, that are the only ones left. I was like, that's so weird, oh, but okay. Nick McGlynn is a Drake icon. He is. If you look at him, it's like he's kind of like a like a monument, you know what I mean? Because he's so tall, and mm-hmm. you always see him, and you're like, you're that guy they put in front of all the basketball stuff. You're that yeah. guy. Well, yeah. Every day I was wearing, like, literally, I was like, I love your outfit, and I was like, thank you. Isn't he nice? Yeah, I was like, thank you. I, I don't have it on um, the clothes. What does it so. mean to be? I would like, like the actual body lines of new icons. I mean, I don't know. And I think, honestly, like, the idea of icons in general is such mm-hmm. a term. I mean, I think about this a lot in the terms of little icons as well, especially mm-hmm. recently with Advent. Like, everyone cares about what people are. Oh, absolutely. Um, but I think also, like, you can be an icon with you. Like, it, there's a difference between being, like, a big icon and, like, being an icon department or an icon with yield. I yeah. mean, we might not talk about it the same way, but there are lots of icons um in, like, academic field, too. You know, where, yeah. like, anyone outside the field be like, ooh. Ooh, yeah. And then the field people are like, oh my god. Ooh, yeah, like, I don't know if Audra <laughs> McDonald, like to me, if you put Audrey McDonald, for example, for musical theater kids, if you're listening, which they should be. Yeah, shout uh, out, you better be. <laughs> <laughs> if you put Audrey McDonald in the middle of Meredith versus the middle of Fact, like there's going to be a stampede in only one of those buildings. You oh, know what 100%. I mean? So, like, it makes sense. I would like to think Audrey's famous outside of things, but what do I know? I'm just a theater kid. Uh, well, it's like that. It's that question in the research question. Yeah. What do you want to be famous? And if so, like, you know, no, I don't want to be really, famous. And that's really interesting. And, like, people answer really time, which is part of the question. Well, I don't want to be famous. Really? My mom, yeah, when I I was younger and I told my mom when I was younger I would play science and like mm-hmm. I told my family I'm gonna be a then I came home one day I was like no I'm gonna be a rock star I'm gonna do all the things mm-hmm. and I want to go to school for theater one day my mm-hmm. mom sat me down and said now listen 
<laughs> there is a difference between being famous and working. And she like said, working is like um, I forget the name of the one, I, but, but like um, Jennifer, Jennifer something. She plays the grandma on Black right now. She's like that woman works. She's famous, like because you know her. She does a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Now famous doesn't equate money, and it doesn't equate good yeah. living. It doesn't mm-hmm. equate anything. Like so, you have to get that straight. And I was like thirteen, and I was like, uh, and she's like, so do you want to be famous? I was like, no, I want to work. So like. I want to work. Like, I think fame will come if it does, but that's not important. Well, yeah, and I think, like, for me personally, I'm like, I want to be the, not even, like, Audrey McDonald. Yeah. Like, I want to be the person that, like, some certain people will be like, that is my icon, my hero. Yeah. But outside of that community, I don't have to worry about people recognizing yeah. it. Or, like, that, like, honestly, that is why, like, working just, like, on acting, like, yeah. um, just, like, I don't, like, being popular part of pop culture by itself yeah. is, I think, at least I struggle kind of appealing because, mm-hmm. you know, you don't want to be that bad everyone recognize like to live your life under that kind of spotlight yeah like i think about like i mean obviously there are wonderful things about Len Black. he just comes to <laughs> mind because like dear, he, people knew of him he had that kind of like nice name before dear evan hansen yeah, yeah, yeah. he's, like, he's pitch perfect Black. guy yeah 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 you would exactly. never crowd him right but like now people are obsessed you know yeah. he's everywhere which is wonderful for him yeah. but i also i don't want that yeah yeah, yeah. i don't want he's like, verging on too much i think which i agree i think that's a great point you know what i mean yeah like, you want the type of thing where like some people are dying you can still live <laughs> Oh, yeah. I think, yeah. I think that's a great way to put it. And speaking of fame, <laughs> I, kind of tying it back into post late, I did have my own birthday party. Yes, Which was so crazy. And I would like to say that my real birthday isn't until July. <laughs> yes, I did find that out like two days before. And it was, and and that would um, be, I think, one of the more iconic things. Yeah. And the fact that like really everyone thought it was. Which tells you how much we rely on Facebook birthdays. Which is, I know, but also <laughs> my birthday's on Twitter too. I just think it's funny. And especially in the era of Ariana Grande's seven rings like, i want it got it like i was just so sad one day because i'm going home for the summer mm. and it was like a couple weeks ago and i hadn't really reconciled it with myself. now i'm happy i'm going home for summer yeah. and i'm not working and i get to see my family but at that time i was like i'm so sad like i just did this really big summer job and i've mm. done all these things and now i'm going home being boring and i thought that was a bad thing it's not however <laughs> at the time i was like super sad and um my good friend eric Fredrickson was like oh well why don't you just throw an early one you know and i was like no because then i want all my friends there and by that point the seniors will be over it and you know what i mean like if it had it like late may or something crazy like yeah. that and then it was just like well we need a relay party like, the theater department does like, we haven't done anything i don't think like too big yeah last... yeah i mean the theater yeah. department is yeah absolutely the first year. I, I know. when i, I was a first I worked, year i worked so hard and i'm an ra and i'm like shoot, 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 shoot. not freshman <laughs> not freshman um so it was this big party and someone i think ben yeager like like so many months ago came up to me and was like you should have a birthday party and name it after you and everyone has to dress up i don't know who said it to me exactly i want to credit Ben Yeager, but I feel like that's about right. Like, someone told me to have a me-themed birthday where everyone has to dress up in mm-hmm. their favorite outfits. It might have been, well, I don't know, I don't know. But it was, like, genius. But then we're like, okay. <laughs> because, like, I don't know. I guess I dress. I like the way I dress. Yeah. I do it on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was awesome. And uh, a band played. Uh, yes, shoot, I forget their real name. But, like, it was, like, kind of, like, summer vibes at first, and it was, like, really loud, and I was like, okay, okay. And then the party really started to go. It was just awesome. I had a great mm-hmm. time. It was a great relay. I placed second in the case race prior, yeah, prior mean, that day. I didn't think I was going to make it my own party. But, like, I did Yeah, it. that was that was funny. That was entertaining. <laughs> um, no, and I think... Well, I do think also, like, post is a yeah. real thing. Because you... Now everyone... It's in, also interesting because I think, in a way, Relay's really helped 
groups. Our school's culture as far as, far as finals goes is yeah. like we have everyone has been basically solid party. And oh, so yeah. your last two weeks of school, it's not that we're not still going out and doing things. But everyone is very like we have just partied for a full week. Yeah. And so no one is like out there during finals week like you know being insane. It gets Which, it out of your system. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because listen, if anyone else has ever tried to just like do partying, at the end of the week you are like please let this end. Like I'm having yeah. so much fun, but at the same time I like every morning getting out of bed is struggle. Yeah. Being tired all day, day drinking. Oh gosh. Yeah. But, exactly. And then like you start drinking, you're like oh uh, no. And then <laughs> and then you take a nap, and then you wake up at six. You're like oh no. <laughs> <laughs> which is just which is comedy in and of itself it's like right i mean like i honestly think that a television show oh, about yeah. relays would be so it's in order i would think i would think so. i think our generation of artists and pack are the ones to do it we've had so many good like just people who produce things and write things, yourself included so yeah, yeah. i mean that's producing things. that's yeah. a, something that i think it's important for all of us to at least try to do um because like we have to be part of we yeah. just expect other people to start making art and get absolutely and i think there's such i don't know in my experience there's kind of like a disconnect because I think everyone understands what you're saying. Like, I think any artist can relate to that. However, when a friend or maybe even like, someone you don't like tries to make art or like puts out an ad for something, then all of a sudden it's screw this guy. Why are you doing that? That's the stupidest idea I've ever heard. But yet everyone understands fundamentally. You know, yeah, well, you, have to happen. well, you touched on a topic I've been thinking about a lot. Recently. I a few years ago, some book that was a like tongue in cheek musical self oh. and it was it's 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 actually like a genuine self help guide. Yeah, but like it's just written in these like ironically short chapters, all referencing like obscure music. Um, and and then also talking about like the theater industry and life and finding together. And I don't remember the name of the book or anything, but I'm sure <laughs> if you type it into Google, it, you will come. Um, but and the guy was has like work on Broadway and yeah. um, and he anyway one of the things he said that really stuck with me was this idea that um musical theater like as artists not just musical theater we need to work so hard to not be negative to one another because mm -hmm. being negative and I don't mean this in a weird like neg being negative way I mean like just spring criticism on anything that someone creates is really easy to do because obviously there are things wrong with yeah it. um but Theater is, and other forms of art are so hard to make and take, su take such investment that it really does a disservice to just constantly only talk about the negative aspects. Yeah. And also, we're all in this community together creating. It's important to try to focus on all of us being able to get in that space, even yeah. if we might not ideologically or personally agree with the art they're making. I mean, there are musicals, popular music, I think are stupid. Yeah. Really, don't think but <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but I still try to at least, like, find something positive about them. And that sounds so cliche, but I've been working on it, and I think it's an important skill to have as yeah, and I think my I don't think I know uh, that my New Year's resolution was to stop discrediting people's art forms mm -hmm. whole year, and I've really I've tried to hold myself. To, I mean, I'm not a superhuman. No like no I always perfect. I catch myself like, like you know be nicer, or just because you don't like that person doesn't mean that they can't be safe. You know what I mean? Or for other reasons, you know yeah. what I mean? Like just out of figuring out like where my jealousy lies. Why are you jealous of that? Like be happy for someone, or um you know just because you can't do that doesn't mean that person can't. You know stuff like that. So just I've found that to be extremely rewarding in the last what month like in the last five months of my life it's really awesome and that goes for all across the board and i hope any artist can relate that. Like, um, even even your marketing people you know you business majors <laughs> 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 let me hear you let me hear you support people in your field well and it's important to be allowed to i also think it's important to allow people to do that art oh yeah like absolutely you know not every artist's first time can be a thing and so you need to allow that to happen in order to get to the art yeah i mean like even if you look at like very popular like, iconic 
example, like in Manuel Miranda, mm-hmm. In the Heights is also a great show, mm-hmm. but it is not. Like <laughs> it is not. <laughs> and it tells yeah. a different story, and it and it is, it's very different, obviously. It's but hard like to if go you back. look yeah. at it, or if you look at like when his lyrics are showing a pass, mm-hmm. like some of the lyrics and bring it on are good, but it's not his best work, obviously. And I mm-hmm. maybe we'll look back in ten years and say Hamilton was great, but there are like better now yeah. from him. From oh, absolutely. But so like artists, he worked work up to evolves it. and yeah. gets better, and we need to allow bad or mediocre to work. I just love that he has a style. Like, oh, yeah. I can just tell, like, bring it on. I was like, wait a minute. I was like, who wrote this? <laughs> I was like, you mean to tell me? I mean, it was. it's pretty obvious now. Mm-hmm. But it's like, when I first listened to it, I said, of course he wrote this. And also the guy who did Legally Blonde. I can tell where his stuff yeah. was. Lawrence O. I, I do not know. I honestly know very little about Legally Blonde. Musical on it. Oh, <laughs> I have watched it on YouTube three times. I Thank you for making the entire thing it. available. I know. <laughs> MTV, <laughs> I would like to think. I, I love everything about it. That's my dream. It's still is. I haven't thought about my dream. Like, Elwood's, Elwood's is from, yeah. yeah. And I mean, my voice is healing. Everyone has the relays blue right now. Oh, 100%. And I was really just not expecting that voice. Yeah. Right now, like, I get really exhausted. I'm sure all of you are buying my voice. Yeah. I'm covering with a, <laughs> with a smooth, sultry tone. <laughs> <laughs> and deep, deep breathing from my exactly. pelvic floor. <laughs> Me and Jackson actually have the same voice here. And Jackson comes up a lot in my voice lessons. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know if I come up in your voice lessons, um, with Gloria. Not particularly. But, well, I mean, I... Yeah. I, I feel like I, not to my own horn, but I feel like I come up in a lot of people's conversations well, kind of random. Me and, no, me and you just have the same issue. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I mean, like, and Gloria, she uses you to help illustrate it. Not in a bad way. Just, she respects you. But everyone respects you, I would like to say. Wow, if, it, if it's that's, not... That's high praise. It's, no, it's respect. It's not, like, it's either out of fear or out of love that people respect <laughs> you. Mostly out of fear, I would say. <laughs> oh, but good. mine is out of love, and I think Gloria's is out of love and fear. It, does, it doesn't matter. But me and you have... <laughs> <laughs> and you heard it here first, folks. Thank we, you very much. We have the same Midwestern way of singing. Oh, 100%. Is how I would describe it. My vowel production is still not great. It's. I can't uh, believe I'm going to leave this school without knowing how to sing my vowels right. I cannot believe. I mean, I'm not going to leave. I... I think I have a, under, a clear understanding of what it would sound like. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more just like putting that into practice and putting that into practice. And also not allowing, I mean, something that we talked about with a lot of our presence is it's important to not allow your idea like, or personal voice yeah. to get lost um, amid other people. You know, society has a certain way that they want everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're not necessarily aware that those are like societal values until it's up, but I think people notice it. I yeah. mean, you know, I even nowadays, nowadays I recognize when something you lower your voice and I'm genuinely speaking <laughs> in my like normal shown I'm a very yeah. loud person um and like recognizing that yes there are situations where it's appropriate to lower my voice about singing, yeah. but also recognizing that like sometimes that's just I speak that loudly and yeah. that's the way life is and yeah. I'm, I shouldn't let other people silence now absolutely I've been coming into that too like just understanding that why doesn't my singing voice sound like this like people still like it and I still work and like yeah and I don't like it for some reason and like just mm-hmm. you know identifying my idea like my uniqueness because there's obviously a reason that like I'm kind of or that anyone really is set apart like no one who's any one sounds like everyone you know what i mean well and i i think it's almost awesome. ask to try and sound yeah. you Which, know what i mean yeah like, i'm a perfectionist i'm trying to get over it i'm trying to get over it <laughs> <laughs> we're all hard. trying to get over yeah, it yeah we're no, all hard on us. understandable but yeah. I, yeah i mean and that's something to your school will make you listen to your own voice a lot and it's horrible which i think <laughs> is the good thing about drake like we all can i think every major complains about drake to some degree but like they're not producing key cutter right and i think know? i think that's a cost of yeah. like and that 
Well, and I mean networking is well, all the basic skills. You get all the basic skills that nobody like <laughs> network every chance you get. Which everyone if, you meet is a job. Yeah, if in I the future. absolutely, and if I went to a conservatory, who knows? But like, also, who doesn't know? I don't, I don't know. There's like, I'm happy that my life is on the path that it's on. No matter how no. much I complain. Well, it depends on. <laughs> it. <laughs> well, if we know anything about anyone, it's that everyone. Yeah. So absolutely, and it's important to give people space to complain and listen, mm. even if you kind of tune out. I think that's something under is like it is important to complain. Yeah. Not let it out all the time not helping. Yeah. You do allow yourself to be like, this is horrible and I am tired. <laughs> and I mean, yeah. then you say that and then you're like, okay, great. Now I'm going to sit on the floor for an hour and yeah. do whatever it is. We were given a full range of emotions for a reason. And I don't think she tried to hide all of them all this. Yeah. You know, <laughs> just like, use Rasa box. Well, I know. You're really <laughs> dropping the eyes of wisdom out here. I, I Am I? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying what comes into my head. But so. <laughs> yeah, we're still we're still in the teapot, mind you. Oh, so, yeah. What else am I supposed Okay, I mean about. nothing. We, I know we. No, that's not, we're still in the tea, but we're talking about tea. Oh, okay. That's what I have. <laughs> <laughs> this is the tea. Okay, um, let's just talk. I have a couple more things to know. Um, let's talk about Cardi B being in Iowa at this moment. Okay. What do we feel? So I found this out that she was in Iowa from the earlier day. Yes. And I'm perplexed. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Um, also, like, I definitely have a soft spot for Cardi B. I don't understand why I like her. Um, mm. it's mainly because not her as a person let me be clear like yeah, the, art she's she, wild. the art she produced um, I am someone who I don't like care about what celebrity I do if they're That's doing nice. like Thing. horrible things oh. like I don't like <laughs> then I don't want to support your art yeah. but I'm saying like like when celebrities are getting married like I yeah. care less right, I'll right, read right, about right, it on BuzzFeed right, 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 um, right. but I think that like Cardi B is someone who like I genuinely enjoy the art she hates and I didn't put it around why because I also mm. never listen to music theater so yeah. or sorry never I said that completely wrong oh. I only listen to music theater oh okay um, that I makes am, more sense no 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 <laughs> I am on it. The truth is, is, I don't really like listening to music. Um, mm. It's everyone sounds so sad when I say that, and it's like fine. I listen to other things, but when I listen to music, it's always musical theater because I'm just always doing. Research. Well, that makes sense though because I don't know. You're a thinker, so I imagine you have a lot already going through your head. Why would you? Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I, so I understand. Yeah, I mean, I normally just look at. I'm not mad like about it. I think I've I've been educated in the last year of my life where I'm like, okay, I understand a person. So I respect right. it. I well, respect it. Yeah, but also I don't <laughs> want people to talk to me. So like when right. I'm walking around on campus with my headphones on, like. I, half the time there's no music happening. Jackson. I just like want to be able to wave and not and not have people. You're a genius. Me. Okay. Yeah. I'm so highly for... recommend. Wow. Um, that's my tea. I'm leaving in a week and a half. So you have a week and a half to call me out on it and get tea. <laughs> Um. <laughs> okay, you're great. That's hilarious. But yeah. Okay. So that I mean, yeah. that's my opinions on Cardi. Honestly, I think her music is iconic. I think. Yeah. I don't know why she's in Des Moines. I have no idea that's why she's. In. That's just what I want to talk about. I'm like, how did you hear? And the thing about it is, I've been at work all day. I've mm-hmm. been around, you know, young old. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, everyone check Cardi B. I don't have my phone on me at work, but mm-hmm. um, but she hasn't posted anything about it. It's no. really. I'm like, hello. <laughs> I'm like, which is uncharacteristic of her. Yeah. I mean, also. I guess. Also, know. for the next year and a half, Iowa will be the place where everyone's random. Or oh, yeah. So, I mean, every day there's going to be random political and non political figures who just like show up and everyone is going to buy and they discuss yeah. just like how life goes because it's yeah, Iowa. I know. I bet That's it's such a, a ter- bad good ass show, though. It's just because she's wild. She's going to say something like, ow, Iowa, you so white. Ow, oh, Like, she's going to say something about <laughs> all you. Like, I thought there was going to be a bunch of corn here in this night. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. But it's sold out. I just, I can't wait for all of it. Oh. 
know. I don't know. It was artists make bizarre choices. You smile. No, you're okay. So moving on. Last thing. I know yeah. you don't really care about a lot of what's in the. Is no, absolutely. I'm happy to discuss them. I have opinions. Yeah. I just like that's not what I spend my day to day life following. And good for you. <laughs> um, the last of the Jonas Brothers. Yes. Oh, I married did read off. about this. And. I don't want to hear any of that nonsense about, but what about the bonus bonus? The bonus Jonas was not on burning up. I don't care. I mean, also, my other, like, just if I, I think I'm a pretty good pop culture litmus test if you're important in pop culture. Because yeah. I do read BuzzFeed. And I do, like, I exist in the social media sphere. But I don't do any extraneous research and I don't use Twitter. So, I'm yeah. a good litmus test for, well, I just got back on. Mm -hmm. Um, You did. I did. I was off for a long time. Um, but, and it was very healthy. Uh, honest, I'm not. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to build a brand now, so yeah. I had to get a Twitter and start just, like, putting random stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, but, I think I'm a good litmus test, like, if your cultural moment is important, like, yeah. on, a, on a attention sphere, not on yeah, a yeah, yeah. actual sphere. Um, because if I know about it, I feel like it has now gotten in Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I'm not <laughs> ignorant of random. So, I don't know. I think it is everything I would have expected. <laughs> like, like, wait, were you Jonas? You like no, Jonas? I did not like, well, did you like I mean, it was, it was closeted in me, so, like, you can't, like, yeah, I was, like, so, I was, like, so anti, like, boys that, mm -hmm. uh, like, attractive celebrity boys, because I was so in denial that, like my actual opinions on culture at that point. Okay, but okay, okay. I was mainly I remember them because my cousin who was obsessed. Them. Um, so she would just talk about them all the time. And uh, yeah, sorry, yeah. <laughs> my cousin's story is being told on this podcast now. And, and uh, yeah, <laughs> she works for a plastics company. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so she would just talk about them all the time. And uh, like her like favorite gift was like a giant Jonas poster. And like I, that yeah, was my memory. That's of, the type of girl I was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I have to be entirely honest. I don't think I've ever owned a bear. Like, a, like a, a, a celebrity or a movie or, like, oh. that type of oh. Like, um, I had, once I finally, like, got my own room, everything that was in my room was art. Oh, that's so you. Um, yeah, that my dad, well, art that my dad had stored in the basement because he used to. Oh, cool. Um, he would, he would just, like, you'd go downstairs and they're just like, canvas is painted. Um, fun story that this is a sidebar, but we're going to go into it. Absolutely. So, my room, um, I, I still, like, usually office slash my room, I occasionally go home, um, is I, I would, because I was moving out soon, I was moved. Um, my parents were like, we will remodel your room. And so I chose to do an accent wall. So I have one, like, a, the color was called asparagus. So it's like a kind of, like, toned <laughs> down lime green. It's not Ooh. super bright. And then the rest of the rooms are just, like, a gray, and I have a white ceiling. Um, And then we kind of, like, updated. They're still a little more modest. I love this So picture. anyway, yeah. So, and on the wall, my I found in the basement, my dad has, like, beautiful, just, like, kind of abstract, an orange background, and then a bunch of different, like, colored, like, paint strikes and kind of a circle. With, like, a red center, and I was pretty thing in my room. Right. So then I like never thought anything more of it. It was hanging in my room for years. It looked wonderful. And um, then I found out like a year and a half ago, my mom was like, you know, that's a painting of a right? <gasps> what? <laughs> yeah, because it was like a circle and it had like a red center for the nipple. And, and like, dad? but now that you look at it, well, because he was in like art school. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, he was yeah, like, yeah. the college. He, he was in college and like you do, you know, abstract nude studies. Very normal, I'm sure. BFA art majors at Drake tell me. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so anyway, so a very normal thing and i was like no i did not know that thank you for never mentioning it yeah. or telling it to me thanks mom. just like just like letting me exist in that space yeah yeah yeah. Um, so yeah so that that's the art that i still have in my room it's still there um that's cool. yeah i it was a honestly should have been an early sign i was gay i just yeah it was, boo. I was just like no. it was boo. <laughs> outstanding i was like oh circle <laughs>
I would like it to be known that we record in like an actual in One Direction um, on this planet. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, One Direction's music. No one can tell me that that's what makes you beautiful is not one of the most iconic. Oh of yeah, all no, time. no, 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 no. I'm a big is... boyfriend, boy band fan, and it's like uh-huh. that was how uh, yeah, we started on. yeah. <laughs> and I and I really fought One Direction, liking One Direction. I was like, oh, eh, me but then too. Now... We would, my friends and I would make fun of it, and like it just is so. Music is so. Good. And you know the other band that I really do listen to a lot is Five Seconds. Wow, we're touching on everything that I like. I might have to make this like a new segment on the show, just like talking about boy bands and getting um, it out of the way. Well, Five Seconds of Summer is music is let me be clear, intensely problematic, especially their first album. What? Um, oh, but I was young when it came out. Break it down. It yeah. Happened. Okay. So. Okay. <laughs> Basically, every song has a major like philosophical problem. With it. So. Um, I mean, obviously, (laughs) obviously it's like an inversion of culture, but, um, Mrs. All-American is, you know, essentially like fetitization of culture and dialect, right? Right. Like, that's what the song is about. Um, you know, it starts out with like, I love that accent you have when you say hello. Like that whole, like the entire song is like, so obviously it's inverting it, but it isn't obvious. It's obviously just supposed to be a fun bop. It's not like trying to make a greater statement about that. And so it's very problematic. Um, Good Girls is, is like the obvious choice. So, oh my god! But then also like eighteen the song eighteen, my favorite five seconds yeah. of summer song, also really problematic. Like, why is this older woman in a relationship with someone who can't ride a bus? Let's yeah. just like internalize that for a second. They also have a song. I was playing it on the piano that the English love affair was about mm. like a way, way, way older woman, and I yeah. think that's before any of them were eighteen. Oh yeah, I'm which like, makes me think that they must that? have really like actually had a woman in their life. Also uncomfortable. Yeah. Um. Which is sad. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. And let, don't get me wrong. I also adore their music and will continue to do it. Yeah. Um. But it just like the messaging is incredibleatic. I mean, so is uh, that's what makes you beautiful. Shut up. Um. <laughs> Well, my favorite thing is, I don't know if you've ever seen this, but it got passed around on the internet again and again. Stephen Colbert did a segment back when he just, like, wasn't, didn't have his full show. It was just, like, Claire Report. And Uh um, he had a segment where he was like, so That's What Makes You Beautiful is the most brilliant song ever written because it tells girls that that, um, they are beautiful, which they didn't know. The fact that they didn't know makes them beautiful. So now that they know that they're beautiful, they're no longer beautiful. But now because they're not beautiful and they think they're not beautiful, then they become beautiful. And he says that uh, is a new genre. I call it Mobius Pop. So... (laughs) Anyway, wow. it's so problematic, right? Yeah. Like, the fact that, like, you are only beautiful if you don't think you are. And that's the message to all of the viewers today. <laughs> <laughs> but well, I will still jam out and sing the entire song anytime it comes on. I think it's more healthy now that, now that I know. Now I'm going to bop to it even harder. But, like, when I was, like, 14, like, it never occurred to me. Like, it was... It, right. It, it, its audience was... Right. It's fine. For adults, it's probably infuriating. They're like, wait oh. a minute, what? 14-year-old, everyone was like, yeah. Well... Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, but I think that Bo Burnham, who I... Oh, yeah. Yeah. understand is is very problematic um also <laughs> but ah, whom yeah. i love because i think that i think he actually becomes less problematic when you recognize which he has said many times yeah. but no one's big heart that like he very much views the comedy he makes as making either not comedy mm-hmm. right so like he has yeah. created a character um who is not who he is that then performs a comedy show like that's how he views comedy and i think mm-hmm. actually earlier on it's harder to see that because it, he does more traditional stand-up and so like especially like words 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 is like the height of to 
gonna mean like really pro like you're like oh no I'm trying not to say problematic too in my life two words I'm trying to avoid are problematic and offensive I think they both don't yeah. really mean and they just make people yeah um but Word, his most brash word. right brash because I, I listen to it a lot and I'm like oh my gosh like it doesn't make you would ne you could never yeah. say the things he says like I know it's very uncharacteristic what he does yeah I think make happy is different it's, brilliant awesome yes. make but make same. happy I think is 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 height well height I think what is Bo Burnham's funniest comedy show. Yeah. But I think that Make Happy is a beautiful piece of art. Yeah. Like, Make Happy is a piece of art. It's, it's insightful. What it is. It's, and it's, an, it's very him and honest. Like, yes. And the it's, song... It's him. <laughs> and honestly, the song in that show that really, really speaks to me, I mean, I, obviously musical comedy is very human, yeah. but I think that the song Kill Yourself is a really... <laughs> it's so <laughs> uncomfortable to say out loud. It um, is. Is are really important. Like, the messaging of that song, the fact that, like, songs songs, and our culture even offer such simple solutions to complex problems that obviously don't work. Yeah. Um, is It's just a brilliant way to do it. And and so I, like, that song. And then, of course, the, like, Netflix special finale that, where he sings that, are you happy? That, you know, because that's the question that we all have. We have to move on. I, I get so sad thinking about Bo Burnham, for, in the best way, because he's, like, he's a genius and he's honest. I just, I get so, it makes me think about myself. I'm like, yeah. hello. Good comedy should make you think about yourself, in my opinion. Other people think it's to laugh, but I think no. it should make you think about yourself. And, and he does a very good job. I'm like, when he started when he was so young, I'm like, mm -hmm. how could you have like a, such a good grasp on your who you are as a person in order to put all of like your yes aside in order to talk about what's wrong? Like, I don't think he started like when he was like 16, 18. I wasn't ready. <laughs> like right. I, I couldn't have done that. Well, I see him as a not to open a whole nother pot of tea. Yeah. But, like <laughs> I see him as another. I see him as as a very similar like person to Shane. Dawson, he just took a very mm. different path. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, they both started in the same kind of place doing different things, but, like, their core, like, just what is the most offensive thing I can make yeah. and say to get views and to get people to laugh out of being uncomfortable? Yeah. And they both took that to very different places, Um, which is, I mean, I think that Shane Dawson recently has made some content that is a lot more like, now that he posts, yeah. like, once a month. Like, I, you better believe I have watched all of those documentaries, which they are. I haven't. Um, oh, if anything, yeah. you need to watch his, like, four-part series on Jeffree Star. I really used to, I used to watch him a lot. Mm -hmm. YouTube, you see the yeah. jam. Yeah. I've gotten really back thrive. into it recently. I've been watching every one again. Really? Um, well, I'm really fascinated with it. Now, at this point, I, I'm watching it's it because so I enjoy it. Now. But I'm I'm considering it search because I really think there's a place for a musical about... But now I'm putting this on now. But I'm kidding. <laughs> Someone's already thought of it. Um, but, like, there's a place right now for us to... Not even a musical. For us to make art about it is about the online world without just being about that yeah like i understand what you're saying i don't actually. really like dear evan hansen sorry dear evan hansen fans but yeah. um but they do they do do something really well which is that they make a musical that's not about the internet or about like technology um but that still incorporates it and shows us a world that's post just cell phones because i think so many modern musicals like don't really acknowledge the existence of the internet in a meaningful way maybe memes but even that's kind of like <laughs> i i'm ashamed for even mentioning but like <laughs> oh i love mean girls yeah haters <laughs> back down <laughs> Oh, uh, but everyone, Mean Girls is a good music. Mm. Yeah. Mean Girls is so fun to listen to. I don't yeah. care what you think. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, YouTube was a different place. A different place. I really is. used to like, yeah. and I liked all of those people. You watched Joey Graceffa too. Did Absolutely. You watched, you watched the. Well, he seems very much like your type of man. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> when will I be put to rest? Listen, I have. We don't have to go into it, but my memories of you, your first year at college, are wild. Yeah. Just like. Just everything that happened was so much. Oh my god! Yeah, so um, are mine. But I do remember <laughs> the the memories that I 
was able to keep. Thank God. And yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh God. No, but no, Joey Graceffa and the whole Joey Graceffa, Shane Dawson weird romance. There was so much oh, yeah. sexual tension. And I know that people, <sighs> and it was, and they tried to pretend it was manufactured, but like for the first part of it, it was there. And then everything went off the rails. Yeah. And all of a sudden, every YouTuber was like, I'm gay. And we were all like, we know. It was such a different time. Like, and that's a content. horrible thing to say, by the way. Never respond to someone coming out to you with, I know. That's yeah. horrible. I'm, Anyway. But, I mean, it was such a different, just like with the content, with what was allowed, what I even laughed at, what anyone laughed at. Like, well, it was that's the thing is, crazy. I, people are, I feel like people are forgetting such a recent past, or maybe they don't remember it. But it was The things you could crude. say four years yeah. ago, which I did not, but the things that people were saying online and not even being criticized for exactly. four years ago are insane. I'm not getting, like, I would laugh at some of the things that, like, people are bringing up to the surface, and I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, not right. But I was. But you were like, I interact with that yeah. and laughed at it. And people I thought were it was funny. 13, 14, yeah. 12. And well, you, you put know, a 12-year-old like, on the internet and you think yeah. you're going to get like mature like yeah. perspective discourse? No, absolutely no. not. And it's such a different generation. Different. Oh my so, like, God. I, yeah. think, <laughs> I don't think back on it fondly because like those were very foundational times. Those are things that I know now aren't okay to do yes. in some regards. But it's like, shoot, like thinking back to it. Oh, and, no, like, and yeah, and yeah. I mean, we should be clear, like at least for me, that I, this is not an era where I'm like, oh, back in the good old days. They were no. terrible. And, um, no one should have ever been allowed to make the type of content that, um, maybe not allowed to make. No, like, we should not have been okay with the type of content we are consuming. Absolutely not. But I think in order for us to not be okay with it now, like, it had to be okay. Right. You're which right. Is, which is growing. Which is hard to say because then that's kind of like expecting perfection, but we're also, like, in a way, kind of like saying okay to something. If had that not happened, had a mistake not happened, then mm-hmm. we would have nothing to hold it accountable. Like, we're not all. Unfortunately, right. things have to happen in order for there to be solutions. Right. And now we have better solutions. No, we're supposed to move on, but I need to talk about this oh. and just cut it out if it turns out to be. Oh, it's but, fine. <laughs> no, we don't um, have to move on. I do um, whatever I want. So, <laughs> I'm interested on, in your opinion on, so, something that's been talked about a lot in Dawson is this idea, he basically said, I'm done apologizing mm. for, like, bad things I said in the past because I created so much, ne- like, so much negative content that was meant to shock people. Like, that was my brand. That was what I made. It was all wrong. Like, yeah. I made up so many things. I was lying. It was horrible. And he has, like, said that many times. Mm-hmm. And basically, he said recently, like, I, I'm going to stop apologizing for what I made in the past because I've said everything there is to say. It. Like, mm. I was wrong. I shouldn't have made that content. Yeah. And I am not that person anymore. I'm interested in, in your thought on this, Um, pulling up the past, not in terms of legal. Right. Yeah. I'm not saying, like, oh, when, like, we should just, like, be letting people's actions in. Yeah. I'm saying, like, especially in the idea of, like, creating content or, like, in the past having said offensive things or done offensive things. What? The thought is, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, do we do we say no? That's unex, and I don't know. I I think yeah. I maybe even err on the side of we say no. Nope, what you said was unacceptable. We're moving on. Yeah. But also, we need to allow people space to go. Yeah. Things. So I'm interested in what you think on that. And, and mm, I just as think I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know Sam Fatala got on this show and lipped questions on me too. I said, "Who show is this?" I said, "What are you doing?" <laughs> um, I think that's a really good question. And I remember when I was young, like when YouTube was really, really, really nice. Like it was mm-hmm. easy to. Be famous on YouTube, yeah. and, um, <laughs> and we say easy like it. It kind of was. Well, honestly, like I should have capitalized on ex- that. I could have ex- been rich because just kidding. My, I could have been surviving. Well, yeah, but the thing is, no one knew what was gonna happen. Right. Like my mom was so strict with my, both of my parents were about social media usage. They said this is uncharted territory. Yeah. It's like I don't know. I guess like when the newspaper the was first. Do. Yeah, it's like when the newspaper was first invented. They're like, oh man, like they're gonna start holding people accountable. It's uncharted territory, and you don't know what's gonna happen in ten years. Mm-hmm. So don't 
Well, they were like, don't post news, whatever. And I was like, okay, mom. And then like, yeah. So I think it's it's hard to say. I think personally, time will tell even more. Like, I, I mean, like, I'm not upset that I don't really have an answer because I'm so right. different from other people. I'm a very forgiving, understanding, rational. I like to think things through mm-hmm. all the way through before I explode it. Um, but I think some, I don't know, because like, if I think back to some of his content, it was offensive. And I mean, but he has said everything that he's supposed to say. He's collected his check. He's collected his laughs. He's collected, you know, and, and that's with anybody. And Right, well, yeah. and also, I mean. So and, what are you supposed to do? And he hasn't said this, but this is something I do, especially in the context of YouTube. A lot of these, like, apologies are generating so much income. Oh, yeah. Like, like millions like, of views, ads, everything. Yeah, like, there's ad content. I'm like, these apologies are making so much money. Yeah. So why are we allowing people to, like, continue to profit off of apologize? You know what I mean? it's uncharted territory. Like, the consumer doesn't know mm-hmm. really because you just think it's information like youtube had no idea it was going to explode into you know what i mean mm-hmm. like they were just like this is how you share videos with your family you mm-hmm. go to a graduation you take a video of it you share a link with your family that's it they never thought <laughs> someone would you know make funny videos for everyone to see it was never for everyone like that like twitter was for business mode like it was never for everyone yeah it was and never all for of everyone. these platforms have become for everyone for everyone and Facebook i remember was supposed to be for college students i remember and i remember the exact moment that i heard social social media i was like is that what we're calling it now? I was like, because you know, no one thought it was going to explode into this big thing. So who's, that's why I'm like, time will tell if like if it's something that can really be forgiven. Because at that time, no one knew. Should he have been saying half of the? Has any should anyone be saying half the things that they do say or sh- or did say? No. Yeah. no. But I think not completely. Like I don't know. Right. But at the same time, it's like he. I, I think he's done enough, honestly. Right. And I mean, no one's gonna have him arrested, and no one's gonna. Right. Stop watching his videos. You know what I mean. <laughs> well, that's the other thing is that is is at a certain point maybe it becomes a moot point because like we don't know that. Yeah. I mean, like we don't know that former. Actually, you don't. your opinion really doesn't matter. My it's single just opinion. That you wa- <laughs> it, well, or my opinion, but like it's just that I continue to engage with content. Yeah. And that's what drives their profit margin. You know what I mean? As, it's even it's as simple as clicking on a tweet or scroll past a tweet. They've made money already. It's too late. It's absolutely too late. Right. It's abs- if, if you read it, it's too late. They've already made money. So what does it matter? Right. Like that. Old children's book or children's young adult fiction book. if you're reading this it's too late which i loved that series you did, I did. oh my god you know what it is i know <laughs> i think i own the later half of it. it's like what five books i think i own the last yeah three. and there's like, yeah and all of them are weird and they were like very like meta theater but in, yeah meta okay there's a word for it meta. it's meta critical but anyway i was into um, it i love shit like that. i really do <laughs> so yeah i think time will tell but i think in the case of Sean, shane dawson like what else and i'm can, using what him as a, and i'm using him as just an example of a wider culture problem obviously yeah. like but yeah with anybody with anybody what right. can you do except literally either boycott them stop watching it right and there's nothing you can do because it's the internet and there's always going to be watching. but right but also the other thing is like it's weird because with boycotting that especially yeah. like your view is generating so little revenue yeah. you know what i mean yeah like, yeah, yeah, yeah like i think it's that, collective I get right it. there's yeah. a lot of also like it's not really involved you know what i mean because yeah. like my single view like it generates a cent maybe a part of a cent yeah but you know when collective. 26 million people watch one of your videos <laughs> That's a lot of money. But here's the thing. We're not... I don't understand why celebrities get held. To, I do understand why celebrities held to this mega standard of fashion mm-hmm. of like literally, if you didn't come out of the womb perfect, not saying the n word if you're white, not <laughs> not being offensive, not if you didn't come out of the womb understanding that socialism and right. all this stuff. If you didn't come out of the womb this way, you're wrong and you'll never be right, and there will always be people. Whereas oh, there was Sunday on the Rocks. I thought yeah. it was interesting. It's a Sunday on the Rocks is a show that Drake University is putting on right now. It's very lovely. It's uh, going on for this. 
this weekend. But the set design is like the inside of this house. And it's these four women having these semi-offensive conversations. They're honest and they're trusting each other to have these things. And we're acting as if we don't have moments in life where we too, you know, have offensive conversations. We compare people to Hitler. We say rash things. We make sex assault jokes. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't do those. But like we're right. acting as if people and celebrities and YouTube celebrities who are making videos out of their own home in a similar way to the play right. just don't have these things go wrong in their life or see these offensive well, things. I wonder too if we don't have to, I mean, part of it is, is I think actually we are holding people to the, I don't think we're holding celebrities to a higher standard. I think we're just holding everyone to a standard that is insane. Yeah. Um. Absolutely. And that doesn't mean we shouldn't be, it doesn't mean we shouldn't be holding people yeah. to that standard, but we also need to recognize that that standard, like, not everyone's going to get there immediately. You know I what know. I mean? I do know what you mean. It's but like, it's, there's no grace anymore. There's no, like, right. forgiveness. But also, on the other side of that, I mean, it's it's hard too, but I think practicing what you preach is so important. I mean, oh, yeah. my, my family <laughs> oh, will yeah. attest that, like, spending long periods of time with me is difficult because I will call <laughs> you out. Yeah. Like, we are sitting at dinner having a normal conversation. I'm like, hold it. That was a microaggression. We need to talk about this. And everyone's like, and everyone's like, we were just talking. And I'm like, no, but this is an important thing that needs to be addressed now, which it is. And this yeah. is also not to do my own horn, yeah. but because I fail at this all the time, and I'm sure make millions of microaggressions that I don't <laughs> even think about. Which um, we're all capable of oh, doing. Oh, 100%. We've, I've probably made like 12 during this podcast. So go back and listen, <laughs> and then call me out on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think that it's important that we like actually live a life of calling people out on, on things that we think are. Yeah, and call yourself out. But don't, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and call yourself out. But don't can't like yeah. cancel culture. I know that's such Let's an interesting buzzwords. I know that's such an interesting <laughs> conversation that I don't think I think I need more information. Okay. I had this really weird dream last night about cancel culture. Said like essentially like it was I was in like a group of people and they're like we need your opinions on this. We need your opinions yeah. on abortion and 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 yeah. people in jails rights and this and that and the and, and socialism and I was like I don't want to have this conversation. I was like I don't know yet and I'm like 20. I can't believe people are holding right. me to this standard. I mean. Like, I can because it's good and I'm an artist and, you know, mm -hmm. I have to, I, I would like to think that I'm going to make a difference in the world. I need to not hurry up and have opinions, but I need to start, you know, adulting up and being like, yes, it's good. But at the same time, it's like, like I'm 20. Like, I don't know. I haven't lived life. Right. How am I supposed to know? And, well, and I think it's important, too, because, like, I mean, we were we were talking earlier about just, like, people listening to podcasts and things. I'm sure someone will listen to this and be like, oh, Jackson Keeley, canceled. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Peyton Johnson, canceled. Right. But, I like. And that is, we just need to be aware that that happens. You know yeah. what I mean? And I think that my parents at least raised me in, like, perpetual fear of that idea with the advent of social media. Yeah. Like, what if someone, like, cancels yeah. you? You know what I mean? Yeah. But also we need to embrace that we are people and, like, to live a life without, like, being a person in the world that it, that exists. Yeah. It's also, like, yeah. just if you if you avoid being canceled by anyone, then, like, what have you done? You know what oh, I mean? Oh, wow. Like, okay. What? How could you possibly live a life without someone hating what you're doing? That's my question. How to cope with being canceled? A book by Jackson <laughs> Keeley. And there's only one. And there's all. And, and it's just. It's, and it's just a page long. Okay. And all. <laughs> and all that it says is move on. And then it period. And then below it it says 
I understand this is unhelpful advice, but that's the only thing you can do. And then, like, maybe, like, another page of acknowledgments. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, I'd like to acknowledge Peyton Johnson, and then my list- parents, and my Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, and then other people who have, like, you know, canceled you. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I'd also like to thank everyone who's ever canceled me. And then yeah. a list of names. Yeah. Because at that point, you could do that. Yeah, I'd be like, they don't know I exist. And then, like, you leave a space for the reader to add their name to the mm-hmm. list of people who canceled you. Yeah. It's like, it's... <laughs> Or even better, it says, and perhaps you, reader. (laughs) (laughs) And then, like, (laughs) and then, like, an actual, like, not, like, your real autograph, but, you know, like, like a stamp of your autograph. I love it when authors do that. Like, oh, that's so personal. (laughs) I'm like, ooh, I can't wait to cancel him. Wow. Yeah, just. (laughs) Outstanding. I don't like your signature. You're over. Yeah. Okay, so this is the part of the show where we take a break. Okay. Okay, so we're done with the teapot. Teapot's mm-hmm. closed. All right. All Good. Right. Thank you, Jackson. Yeah. I'm so happy that you're here. We're going to talk about music a little bit, and we get a break. Mm-hmm. So this weekend, as in tomorrow, I'm going to go see Jesse uh, Rutherford of The Neighborhood. He's on his own solo tour, and I'm mm-hmm. very excited about it. So to celebrate, I'm going to be playing a little bit of his music. Um, oh, no. This is off of his new album, Garage Band. It's going to be called Hollywood Friend. Really chill. Vibe out with it. Take a walk outside. We'll be back. Hollywood friends, you and I, at least we could say we tried. And in the end, you were right. Maybe you were just too shy for some Hollywood friends. Friends, you and I, 
shy for some Hollywood friends like us in a place where it's hard to trust anybody with all these fashion lights and everybody wants to shine Got you twisted on it. Swimming in the water. Here's my message in a bottle. I'm not reading comments. I've been counting comments. Cause I don't wanna tell you how I feel about it. Rapping like the way she got you round her finger. Voice inside my head telling me not to sing it to ya. Can't you see through her? Ignoring all the rumors. She's a trip. Hope she doesn't fool ya. Alrighty, we're back. And that last song was In the Vision, also by Jesse, off of the same album, Garage Man. I'm really excited to see him. I thought that excited. was a nice little breaking. His music's kind of upbeat and fun. So I hope you enjoyed it. We're going to get into the actual exit interview of, uh, this, of this podcast. I'm really excited to start this series, just sit down and talk to some of my friends before they leave me. Not for good, I'm sure. No, of course but, not. Yeah, of course. The theater but, world is small. Oh my gosh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so if I'm just going to ask you some basic questions. Yeah. Answer it as briefly as possible okay. Okay. so how old are you 22 and when did you start college um i started college in the fall of 20 um so <laughs> that was the year so it long was. ago <laughs> just so long ago <laughs> no i know i'm aware um alrighty. and then on a scale of one to ten how would you rate your college i know this is a hard question yeah and this is i my mean first time doing it's it. just it, like there's so many different scales to rate it on like overall i just want the I, overall one this i guess i'd say like uh eight that's kind of high i don't know looking I, back on it one to tens are like are are, are hard yeah. I think because like there's a I'm not answering this question briefly now there's like an, <laughs> people have an implicit bias about them right like yeah. like a five is actually like not that bad on this scale of one to ten but I feel like it feels really bad because of like how you yeah. I'm sure a psychology major can tell me why um but 
get yeah, back so, to Yeah, so I guess I'd say an eight. Okay. I have complaints. But also, I learned so much and it was so wonderful and we'll hear we're great. Did you get to try everything you want to try? Um, most things, I would say. Um, I, yeah. I think most things. Yeah, like with I, events and like, oh, yeah, I, I want to try this club. I honestly haven't been involved in too many events in my time at Drake, just by nature of who I am. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm really okay with that. I, I think that's it. people were worried I was going to be so disappointed and mm-hmm. I really, I did, I feel like almost everything in high school and when I got to college, I just was like, I'm not. And I didn't. And it was really positive. <laughs> so. Do you think you learned everything that you needed to like out of all your classes? You like, have you ever felt like, oh man, I didn't get that? Um, I think the easy answer to that is like, no, I could have learned more, <laughs> but I always think of this metaphor that a high school teacher told me once, which is how I just always think about animation, which is I think everyone, like, the answer to that should always be no, because, um, like, you, he said, was talking about, like, you should think of your knowledge like a circle, and so the bigger that circle gets, the bigger mm. the radius of the circle gets, the area of the circle gets, like, the circumference and all the things you don't know outside of it also get bigger. So as your knowledge expands, the amount of things you know you don't know also expand. Wow. And so, like, if you think about a circle expanding, like, the amount of the circle that's touching things you don't know also expands. And so so, I must actually know a lot. Right. Like, if you are if you are, like, aware that there is so much you don't know and you can, like, that's a sign that you know a lot of things. Are you glad you came to Drake? Absolutely. I can't imagine being anywhere. Going in. It's past tense. Right. Um, my next question is, oh, okay. What is the one thing that you wish you'd fix? But one thing. I wish that students were, not just the students, I wish that everyone was able to genuinely have a conversation. Mm-hmm. And that sounds so cliche, but, like, I wish that people genuinely have discourse without mm-hmm. being reactionary. I mean, we talked about yeah, that, but absolutely. I... I get that. And that, I... That's what I would like to change about the world. That's my, <laughs> that's my answer about the world, too. Greg just happens to be a part of the world. Okay. What is your most positive memory about Greg? One. That is so hard. I'm going to literally say that. I don't know. No, if I, I don't know. I, as much as all kids, I've had so many literal... I think my most positive memory at Greg was... There was just a day during day term of my software where I was in a super class that I, I thought was reading through um, back when it was offered <laughs> during day term. And um, so it was just like three hours and then you like... Just read I, I, sorry, Michael. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would... After I get done with that class, and my other friends were also in not challenge classes, and we just like randomly went on an adventure. We it like started with us like going to lunch, and then we were literally just out doing the like bamming. And I honestly couldn't even tell you what we did. Um, but I thought that just like kind of like spontaneous ongoing adventure with people who I just heard about and who cared about me was such a positive. Thing. Um, and yeah, I think that's my most positive memory. Break. I mean, I yeah. that's the one that stood out. And last, what's some imparting wisdom you give on your children? <laughs> <laughs> um, come after you. Yeah, I mean, I guess I would say don't don't be afraid to say what you think, even if you, mm-hmm. even when it seems like the wrong choice, mm-hmm. because yeah, that yeah, don't be afraid to, to say that, uh, because something I've learned in my time at Drake is that people admire authenticity, and I think that people don't realize how much people mm-hmm. admire authenticity yeah. um, until you bite it, and that doesn't mean you don't phrase it in a way that is you know measured and calm. But there's a lot of respect that comes with people just genuinely biting out, mm-hmm. making things up to make the other person quote unquote feel better mm-hmm. because I think especially in today's society we really are afraid that imposter syndrome is so real and also we're afraid that no one actually likes us I think that's a pretty like a very common fear here um maybe not for everyone but at least for me and I know for other people um that everyone is like just making it up and no one actually likes you and they're just pretending to your friend mm-hmm. I think that like authenticity makes you feel better about that thank you this is an, an exit <laughs> <laughs> Jackson Keeley, good luck oh. <laughs> as graduation approaches. Yeah, thank you. We're not we're not quite done yet. We have two games. We're All gonna right. 
I know I love games so much on my show. Um, we're gonna start off with fan favorite. This is called Peyton or Cher. Yeah, I am familiar with this. I have listened to the. Oh right dang now, it! So. No, <laughs> no. Okay, if you get like more than three right in a row, then like, okay. you probably will. I don't know. I I've only listened to a couple. And it's been a while. So there's okay, a good, I good, good. Okay, okay, good, good, good. You just said you got back on Twitter, so maybe you're not familiar with all of right. my. Yeah. All of my. So mm-hmm. we'll get into it. We'll see what happens. You know how it goes. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna read some tweets. And Jax has to tell me <laughs> if I tweeted it or if the pop icon shared tweeted it and it's been pretty hard for people in the past <laughs> all right it's been kind of difficult okay um <laughs> let's try what's going on with my career okay i remember you talking about this one with adam <laughs> but i don't remember what the answer was um i'm gonna go with peyton oh no it's shared oh wow okay 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 this is gonna be great then because i have actually listened to like i literally remember hearing about that and i still didn't know the answer yeah, so absolutely <laughs> <laughs> I never know my lyrics. I'm so sorry. I'm going to go with Cher on that. Oh, that's me. Okay. Wow, I never I'm doing know my so lyrics. poorly. I do so bad at my juries. Like, it I'm... just sounded like such you that I, I second guess. Yeah. But it's okay. No, knowing the lyrics, that, I don't know. I always think I know the lyrics and then I get in my head about it because I'm so nervous because I like always think I do and I never do. And so, but I've gotten just good at just like singing something. Like, sometimes you just like say patty cake and yeah. move on. <laughs> <laughs> but my thing is I've been on huge stages before. Yeah. Like, but I can't do it in juries. I can't do it, like, my parents. I can't sing for my I'm like, it's so bad. Yeah. I'm like, where are these? I'm like, whatever, whatever. Words. I think I do better in front of a lot of people rather mm-hmm. than... Oh, like, you're already in front of a lot of people. You've already succeeded. Yeah. So, <laughs> I know. I've lived a very full life. Okay, ready? I blocked someone's dad. Who was it? <laughs> I feel like that was you. No, let's share. <laughs> All right, I'm, after saying I knew this game, I'm zero. I know. I'm... With, I'm... <laughs> I know, I am. I'm throwing some new ones at you. Oh, good. People who watch Ed, Ed, and Eddie growing up know how to fight. That was you. Yeah, because yeah. it's true. Okay, so I have to say, I have to say, now, after you said that, I genuinely remember you tweeting, I blocked someone's dad. Who was it? Because... Oh, no. Because I remember who responded. So, anyway, oh, let's continue. Oh, jeez. Louise. Let's see. Hmm, which one should God, I I tweet? wish Cher had tweeted that, though. I at, know. Oh, at Cher, please tweet that. <laughs> um, Are there any nice men named Michael who want to be? It's got to be you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> are there? <laughs> I love that If there name. are any, I mean, I know some Michaels, but I think they're all uh, busy. <laughs> <laughs> They're all busy. Yeah, I, I've met some nice Michaels in my life. I know. I've I, met some not nice Michaels in my life, too. I'm going to be honest. I tweeted he knows that who I, he after knows meeting who he a is. nice Michael. I was like, ooh, the name is so nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, later for now, got stuff to do. Yeah. Yep. I don't know why she would do that. <laughs> I don't know why she would tweet that. <laughs> I, maybe I should just, instead of like trying to produce real Twitter content and I'm restarting my Twitter, I should just tweet random things. Yeah. Like I should just be like, I should just be like potato ironically. Yeah. Like just that as a tweet. You know, like how Oprah has like weird tweets like that and then they have like a thousand million retweets. It's like, why would you tweet that into who found that? Like, why would you tweet right, that? I feel like I need to build my following a little bit more. And then yeah. once I'm at like a hundred followers, I can start just doing random things. Hopefully one of them will get a hundred. I don't know. That's that, cute. That You'll feels get like there. a threshold that is like achievable. Yeah. At this point in time, I'm sure by the time you write yours. I don't know. I have like, I, I really don't understand Twitter, but like if I have like what, Aww. you know, 2000 Facebook friends, like I can find a hundred followers Aww. on Twitter, right? I, I do, don't know. I, I don't understand social media friends. at all. I'm literally everyone's grandma in that department. Aww. I'm like, what's Instagram? <laughs> You're getting there though. Yeah. Well, we're trying. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't like pictures of my face also. That's a real struggle is like, I don't want to look at a picture of my face. So that makes Instagram difficult. Yeah. Instagram is for the vague. Yeah. For the people who like are good at pretending, yeah. which is not me. <laughs> 
in that category. I'm very good at pretending to think I'm smart. So okay. you're welcome, world. It's yeah. been working. I've been tricking you for <laughs> 22 years now. So. Okay, ready. <laughs> I feel like Jimmy Fallon. It's got to be. Yeah. Why does it have to be me? Oh, because that is just something you say. <laughs> I, think I don't Sharon know. I, that knows was... Jimmy Fallon is a thing. I thought that was a good tweet to tweet. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I only date ugly boys. You? Yeah. I, that would have been really sad if it but... <laughs> Yeah, it's only decent because it's me. Um, Tom Hardy is an amazing actor. Uh, share. Oh, you're look at you. At share. Hi. Share. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember that one from previous podcast. So quick. Okay, uh, which is so fun. I remember the first time someone got that wrong. I was like, you stupid. It's so... <laughs> um, let's see. <laughs> um, put me in a music video. That's you. Yes. Can anyone see me? That's Cher. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, you hit... Is it 29? <laughs> Cher. Yes. Okay. Can someone bring me a coffee? You. Yes. <laughs> that was... I have done... Listen, I have never... I feel very slighted, actually. Um, My real bitterness about Drake is that I have... Many times posted, will someone bring me a coffee? And no one ever has. And I have responded to so many posts asking. And that is Karma not doing her job. Oh. So. <laughs> um, Perfect. At Karma, at Drake. Why did no one? Now someone's going to be like, I brought you coffee that one time. Yes, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Um, <laughs> I, I'm now thinking of three people who have. So thank you three. You know who you are. I do. No. They're listening to this. Okay. iPad freezing up. Maybe it's overwhelmed because it just realized a fabulous diva was touching. I can't really blame it. Snap out of it. That was you. You're too confident that was Cher. What? Why does everyone think that's me? <laughs> because that would, I don't know. I just had such hope that it was you. I have, you it was were too hope, confident. It was more hope than confidence. So I know. It was like, that's you. No. I, you said it with such conviction. I was, I was like, yeah, hey, you're right. No. Okay. <laughs> Gay universe will have exquisite lighting. Cher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, that's like one of my more obscure ones. I don't think I've ever said that on this show. It's just so funny. I'm like, I don't know what year that is. I'm not talking about Eiffel's. It was like a year. Yeah, that is. That's a Nicki Minaj. Wu-Tang, Cher, Clint. Cher. And last but not least, I spent the whole day on a boat, and all I gotta say is that I've never felt more like a rich Caucasian man in my life, and I liked it. That was you. Yep. <laughs> because you read it using your I'm pretending to be Peyton voice. <laughs> I don't have one of those. No, you do. Pay- <laughs> In case you haven't noticed on this podcast yet, Peyton has a voice that she uses when she pretends to be only herself. <laughs> Which is when I'm pretending to be me. <laughs> or, like when I'm reciting something back that I've said or something like that. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like listen to her, like listen to her, like describing the May I Touch the Piano incident. Oh my god! I had to bring it up on this podcast. I've been waiting. May I touch it? Oh, okay. You, okay. <laughs> so. You don't have to tell the story. I just literally had to say that yeah. so that it's immortalized forever. Yeah, please. If you ever see me on campus or dip me or something, however, however you get in contact with me, ask me to tell you my May I Touch the Piano. Yeah. Because that's going to be the title of my senior recital. May I Touch the Piano? May I Touch the Piano? Are you going to touch the piano? In every song. Ta- in every in song. Once oh. every Song. That's iconic. Yeah. That. <laughs> it's a pretty bad story, you guys. It was really bad, and Jackson was, was right there for it. It was, I I would say it's one of the, the more embarrassing things. I think it was. That's pro- happened to someone in a class at Drake. Oh, well, Not, I, like, in general, yeah. just, like, in the, in the classroom setting. 
He was so confused. I was so confused. Carla Cash Wait, led me astray that day. Who's the auditor for that? Oh, a man. No, I know that. I don't know. He gave me his business card at the end of the day. Okay. Oh, so I have it somewhere. I wore my okay. pink blazer. And I was like, may I tell you? Okay, oh, then that the wasn't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, you did it. But no, okay. That, good. I was just, I was just thinking about it because um, my, one of my future employers said about it. Like, oh. And um, I, he audited the years I was here. And I said, um, let's go. That's an awful story. I'm not as embarrassed as I love that now we've talked about this for yeah. a long time, but you haven't told the story. Okay. So some people are just missing context. So I feel so, like you probably should tell it now. So freshman year, we would have like special auditing, like in our musical theater one class. And an auditor mm-hmm. would come in and, and I practice. was a sophomore in this class that's yeah. why we were in the same class for anyone who's yes and you would practice audition but you would like grab your music finder you'd go up you'd tell the accompanist how you wanted to go you would slay all that stuff so beforehand you practice your, your piece it was like what's Mars and the Grace of God mm-hmm. and uh, Carla Ash was like if you're gonna touch the piano in in um, your performance you need to make sure it's okay with a, a pianist you need to ask may I touch the piano like she was very clear about it and like the day of I was like kind of frazzled like I was kind of on fire I might have had a coffee and I was like <laughs> and I like went up to call. I said, "Wait, what do I have to do again?" She said, "May I?" Yeah. So then I go over. <laughs> the pianist during my turn I put my book I give her the tub it's going well so far like I'm I'm feeling good and then I go up right to where the X is in front of God Carla Cash and my classmates and also the auditor I say may I touch the piano and everyone <laughs> erupts in the laughter and then Carla's like no Peyton you asked the pianist I said Carla you never said she never said <laughs> you asked the pianist like but that's something that you do do and I was like and then I ran over to the penis and said, may I touch the <laughs> piano? And then, and then she said, yeah. It was, it was like, it was like a cold open for comedy. Like it like, would have been, she would have been oh like, she would have been like, yeah. And then cut to credit, like cut to opening credits, mm-hmm. theme song. And then like the show starts in a reasonable place. It was a cold open in a box. An iconic moment. I'm sure <laughs> so embarrassing. I looked very cute. And you know what? I didn't let that moment rustle my jimmies. Like I still gave a pretty good oh, audition. No, it was a good performance. Yeah. And that then, was Todd, right? That was the song you were it, singing? Yes. It, sex song. No, I don't think it was. Yes. Because that was why you would touch him, right? You started Oh. I thought, yeah. Yes, you were the phone sex it song. was the phone sex song it's called um, Todd, right? That's yeah, actually Todd. The and that's then, your, one of your iconic songs. Yeah, it is. It's like, up there in my like. It's is probably, that one of your go-to's? Like, when an auditor is like, "Show me something unique." You're no. like, "I'm gonna sing Todd." No, actually, like I love that. I love that sound that I can know. I feel like it depends on the audition. Like sometimes I like, whip it out. And I'm like, yeah. But like that. But then the auditor came up to me at the end of class. It was like, I love how you didn't, like, let that embarrassing moment deter you. Call me. And I was like, nope. And that, that's the end of that, right? So it's like now my friends still tease me about it. They didn't let up on it, but for some reason, and I'm a very, like, shameful person. Like, I beat myself up for, like, anything. I never let myself get beat up for that. I was I'm so, so, like. You were. It was, it was, it was the blazer was, it was still a is a look. I know. And now I have pink hair that matches the blazer. Yes. Oh, my gosh. It's so exciting. I know. <laughs> okay, so we're going to go to our last game. Mm-hmm. This is Rapid fire 40 questions similar to an exit interview but like just a little bit more fun. yeah now there's no explanation i just am giving you it. yes okay great okay. this is so hard for like quality i know but it doesn't matter let's just get to know you <laughs> x and keely what are you up to right now sitting what's your favorite place on earth anywhere it's raining Ooh. Mm-hmm. i don't like that plain or pattern uh pattern mm. lipstick or lip gloss lipstick that's for neither Ooh. what's the one thing you can't live without computer if me and you got matching tattoos what would they be i mean probably a penis <laughs> where where would we get that i don't know somewhere to Screen. Oh my god. 
Um, who do you dream about? Um, someone that can't be named on this podcast. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'll tell you after. What's the best thing about being 22? Listening to that Taylor Swift song over and over again. Right. What does love sound like? Silence. Okay. <laughs> no follow-ups? <laughs> what? No, no follow I'm like, okay, rapid fire. Okay. What's the worst? Like, something happens. Like, oh, that's the worst. Uh, arrogant people who aren't good. <laughs> oh, I'm so okay. sorry. That is, yeah. That's a little shady. Okay. Who is the best kiss you've ever had? <laughs> I'm really just considering whether to actually say it. No, you should hair. say it. Should I try to bleep it? I haven't ever used the bleep <laughs> effect, but like if you say it, I'll go like beep. No, I'm just gonna say it. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. Violet Sailor. Ooh, that's spicy. Hey girl. <laughs> <laughs> Who runs the world? Girls. Yeah. <laughs> what keeps you awake at night? Everything I've ever failed at. Right. Um <laughs> and what makes you go to sleep? Drinking. <laughs> Especially um, wine. Okay. Um. What's the most precious thing in your wardrobe? My conversion therapy dropout. If Ryan Gosling, <laughs> Raygun sponsor hashtag. Yeah, I love Raygun. Okay. If Ryan Gosling came over to you right now, what would you say to him? Why aren't you Matt Bomer? <laughs> How long does it take you to decide what to wear? Anywhere between twenty seconds and thirty minutes. It oh. depends on if I'm if I just I'm wearing an outfit for me or an outfit for the world. Wow. If it's an outfit for me, it's whatever's closest and most temperature appropriate. Mm-hmm. And if it's um an outfit for the world, then it takes a long time because my entire wardrobe is just uh, similar colors. And so I have to find things that go together but don't wow. insightful. What's your favorite insult? Uh one time a French boy told one of my friends, You have the brain of a, of a cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> In <What>? French, though. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I'll Google Translate that later. What's your biggest inspiration? Myself. What does it feel like to Jackson Keely? Um, you're tired and angry all the time, but like people respect you, I guess. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And lastly, what are you going to do for the rest of your day? Um, I have to watch four films for my for just various things, so I'm probably gonna actually watch two movies tonight. Um, or class. Outstanding. Yeah. Jackson, that's the end of the podcast. Oh, that's so sad. This has been so much fun. You're a killer guest. Thank you so much. Yeah. Good luck on all of your future endeavors. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything you'd like to promote? Do you want to say like your Instagram or your yeah. Twitter? Yeah. Um, my Instagram is at Jackson Keeley. My Twitter is at Keeley Jackson because I manage a lot. <laughs> and really, if you want to reach out to me, find me on Facebook. My name is Jackson. <laughs> because I am a 40 year old woman <laughs> absolutely and um please tweet me and let me know if you've decided to cancel me yeah <laughs> alrighty as always my name is Peyton Johnson you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Notorious P-E-Y and you can tweet at me using the hashtag he's he Jackson thank you so much again for coming to my tea party my pleasure oh my goodness <laughs> and always remember keep your pinkies up high and your heads higher have a great rest of your week.